When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pick and Roll live stream here on the Board YouTube channel for NBA betting content, free picks, discussion, reaction, and so much more. If you guys are enjoying the content that we have on this channel, then please make sure you are subscribed to the board and make sure you rate and review five stars if you're listening in podcast form. Okay, so what we have for you guys today, we do have an official pick and a free pick for the Lakers and Warriors game coming up in just a sec. As always, we'll start off with the recap of the previous day's plays. Unfortunately, it was a loss. And then we'll talk about a little bit more in depth on the Sixers and Celtics blowout. And, uh, well, the blowout in particular is the reason likely that we are talking about the loss for today. It was James Harden who fell short on the bet. Malcolm Brogdon does come through, but the Celtics won by, I think it was 35 points in the end. And as a result, unfortunately, we have to report on a loss here. So, on the season, we're uh, at plus 10.6 units and a 3.7% ROI. Obviously, the record has taken a hit in the playoffs. You've been following along, looking to rectify that today. But this one in particular, Harden finishes with 12 points. Um, let's go to Pips here uh, on this bet. I, I, I guess it's, it's hard to really break everything down here because it just seems like the blowout was the reason for this loss. Not only blowout. I think it's safe to say that for shooting, like with this kind of usage, James Harden is expected to score over 20 points in three quarters. So he shot two for 14 from the field. If he if, if he sub five for 14, which is still way below average, he will cover this. So in three quarters, he will cover this in three quarters if he if he shot below average. So, yeah, nothing to do this. I'm just repeating myself, nothing to do. But I think this was the right play. Brogdon cleared this easily. Harden had every chance. So, 10 free throw and and 14 field goal attempts in 30 minutes in three quarters is more than enough for him to cover this nine out of 10 times. And, yeah. Not variants, not in our favor in, in, in the playoffs. No, no. No one expected with Embiid back and looking actually pretty good. Expected this kind of blowout. So, yeah, lost 10 minutes of gameplay, shot two for 14. A bit of adjustment from Boston Celtics. I can talk about it now or later. Uh, but the Embiid inside makes it crowded into the on drives. PJ Tucker is unplayable in this series because Boston defense is just too good to not double team off him. So last game James Harden had it clear in pick and roll. They were leaving him to shoot mid-range to get to the rim to get threes. Now every time they he wanted he started to driving or something they just sent 
the guard from PJ Tucker to to double team him to to and he still had so many looks saying should have cover but yeah adjustment made and I didn't expect adjustment to be made on James Harden with Embiid back. Embiid wasn't aggressive enough on the offense for them to do anything about it. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll save a little bit more on the Celtic Sixers uh, for a bit later on. So uh, we can have time now to get in the official pick. So obviously, uh, as Pips alluded to as well, the playoffs have not been going at the best for this show. But looking to put it on the right foot today in the Lakers and Warriors game here. And we do have one official play coming for you guys on the SGP for this one. And for that, we head over to DraftKings to give you what we have in Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, and an alternate spread featuring. We're going to take Anthony Davis, 12 plus rebounds. You have 23 in game one. Just needs half of that, essentially, uh, for this one. We're going to take Draymond Green, five plus assists in this one. And we're also going to take the Lakers alternate spread at plus 15 and a half. That is minus 115 on DraftKings. So let's go to Pips. One game. You still like this play. What do you like about this one? And uh, why do you want to play this for tonight? So first off, I'll start with Davis. Uh, Davis averaged 24 potential rebounds in the first series against the Memphis and he had averaged 13.8, almost 14 rebounds on 24 potential rebounds. So two more rebounds averaged in the first series with 24 potential uh, rebounds. Maybe because Memphis is drive-heavy team. But in the first game of the series against Golden State Warriors, first game, he had 34 potential rebounds. He was more than okay playing deep drop zone. And just getting everything. Like every and also Golden State Warriors shot 40% from the three, and he still had 34 potential rebounds. Yeah. And so he it wasn't his lucky game with rebounds. He was expected to have 22 rebounds. And he had one more above expected. So yeah, I think they won't change much on defense. They will still play Davis in drop zone because it worked great in the first game. So on that part of the bet, Davis, 23 rebounds in the first game on 34 uh, potential. If he has um, like 10 less potential rebounds in this game, he still should be covering this with 13 to 14 rebounds. But I expect him similar numbers to, to the first game. Because, yeah, he will play drop zone. That's That worked in the first game and they will continue with it. Second bet is Damon Green. First game, this is kind of crazy, but he had 21 potential assists and then ended up with only seven assists. Only, only seven, which is more than enough to cover. He had foul trouble in the in the first half and played only 13 minutes. And we should see more minutes for Damon Green tonight. Also, if they make adjustment, it will be more Damon Green at five which is more minutes and more offense playing through Draymond Green. So I don't see something they could change for Draymond Green to have less uh, potential assists. Yeah, so with 21 potential assists, he was expected to have more than 10 assists in that game. So going with five makes it pretty, pretty 
reasonable to to get and all games so far in the playoffs he covered he get five plus in every single game and yeah he's averaging i think seven or even more so his average in playoffs is actually eight seven point nine seven point nine assists and as i said they need, they need to play they're playing a lot they, they were playing a lot through Looney. And he has still a 21 potential assist and averaging almost eight. So now with probably adjusting with good demon at five more, he will even see more offense run through him. And with Lakers playing deep drop, dribble handoffs gets Clay Thompson and Steph Curry wide open threes for most of the game. So yeah, they think Game of Greenville, they will run through offense through him even more than in the last game. And the second part of this bet is 15 and a half spread for, for Lakers. <laughs> First game, Golden State Warriors and Lakers get the same amount of turnovers, the same amount of rebounds. And Golden State Warriors shot 40% from three compared to the 24% from the Lakers. Golden State Warriors has scored 15 more threes and they lost the game. So I don't know what needs to happen on the other side for Lakers to lose it by more than 15 points. So I expect this game to be close. I think Golden State Warriors should win this one at home because that's if you go with 0-2 away to the Lakers, you are in big time trouble. Yeah. I think playing Draymond Green at 5 and try to foul a bit less should work, but Golden State Warriors were fouling a lot throughout the entire season. We're having a lot of turnovers throughout the season and are having problems with rebounding. So they managed to get okay with turnovers, get okay with rebounds. So I don't see much room for improvement, but on the other side, Lakers could play better on offense a bit. So I think... We should see a close game in, 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 in this one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're looking at this one on the surface. You got the 15 and a half spread. Like, you can't really see uh, a second round series being such a blow. But obviously, we saw the two versus the three yesterday where we got the 35 point blowout. So, obviously, um, anything is possible when it comes to these playoffs. So, nothing is of certainty, but you have to feel as though the Lakers can certainly cover that spread and feeling good with those numbers on green and Davis. Uh, when, when you first sh- shared it to me, I was wondering if the Warriors adjustments on Draymond, I was kind of thinking the same thing as you. There's no way they can adjust here and restrict Draymond green. Uh, at yeah. least there's no way they can do that successfully in my actually, eyes. Actually, I think uh, second half, they were playing more Draymond green this uh, Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis had seven points in 24 minutes of the second half, while he had 23 points in 18 minutes of the first half. Yeah. So it worked. Damon did an unbelievable job in the second half. So I think they are safe to to, to put Damon on yeah. on, on, uh, on me, me, me as well. Uh, while we're on the topic of this Warriors-Lakers game, I want to remind you guys, I am doing a watch party tonight on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel for this game. I'm going live at 8.45 p.m. Eastern time, so 15 minutes for the scheduled start of the game, wherever you are going to be watching or whatever time zone. Make sure to come hang out, ask questions. We had a great time last time. I'm going to be joined once again in the first half by Clive Bixby. Second half, at least the start of it, I'll be joined by Kevin Davis, who is on our Circles Off YouTube channel here at the Hammerbed Network. 
He is one of the sharpest minds to listen to. And uh, I think you guys can get a lot of information out of him. So make sure to come hang out on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel tonight. Also, around the topic of this game, want to get your predictions. Uh, obviously, we have the 15 and a half spread here. But if the Warriors make these adjustments, I think despite Looney's dominance on the glass, uh, I think we'll see less of him today and a little bit more Draymond, as you were speaking of as well. But do you think the Warriors have enough here to respond and win this game? And what do they need to do to get a little bit more out of Steph Curry? What are your thoughts? I think they, they have. I, I, I can't see it, so I'll be honest. But I think there is data in the last four seasons uh, when a home team in second round starts 0-1. They are 19-2 and two against the spread in the second game. Wow. So... And we saw it yesterday how how crazy that that went. So I think they'll find a way. I, I I honestly can't see much because they did limit turnovers. They did have good rebounding. They did shoot well from three point line in the first game. So just adjustment should be play small and double or more more help on AD and LeBron James. And leave it everyone else shooting outside of them. They couldn't make a three in the first game, so that's probably your game plan for, for game two on defense. On offense, just play small and run through Draymond Green and Steph Curry. I would say, like people were, I saw a lot of people uh, commenting on free throw discrepancy. I Someone posted Eric a foul from, from Golden State Warriors. And I think it's maybe too questionable out of like 20. So uh, everything was, I think the refereeing was pretty on point. Yeah. Sorry. There's I a reason say- the Lakers are getting free throws. And it's yeah. not that they're wearing purple and gold. It's because they get to the rim and they're taking those shots there. Yeah. And on the other end, they have Anthony Davis hedging off of shots. They're not fat. The other team's not getting yeah. to the rim. That's why the foul discrepancy is so Also, I'll say, I saw probably like, 15 to 20 moving screens for uh, Golden State Warriors that were in cold. Like, clear as, as it gets. Yeah. Especially especially for Draymond. And yeah, Kevan Draymond will... loves a moving screen. Yeah, uh, Kevan also. Like, I saw, I think, seven or eight just for, for Looney. And they didn't call anything. And they are not calling it for, like, the last 10 years, probably. Yeah. For Golden State Warriors. That's why they do it. That's so, why they do it. Yeah, so they don't need the just... Talking about the refereeing, come on, like that's crazy. So many times you see Schroeder or Vanderbilt fighting over the screen and they have extended from Looney or Draymond. And that's the only reason why Steph Curry had so many good looks. And he had, Steph Curry last game had almost all threes were wide open for, for his kind of shot making. So that will continue. But him and Clay made 12 threes. That's Unbelievable good shooting. So I don't know, like them shooting the same percentage on trees and inside that needs to change in order for them to win because it's difficult to repeat 40% from three on such high volume. So yeah, I need they need to improve to get more to the three feet of line and get to the rim. Okay, Anthony Davis is out. Find a way to, to get him a bit higher and, and then drive. That's 
That's probably it. You, you you won't win by shooting 40% from three. Yeah. We saw that in game one. I kind of want to see the Warriors. Obviously, we talked about them playing small. I kind of want to see a little bit more Steph Curry isolation plays. I'm not like the biggest fan of, of ISO ball, but I think in this circumstance, just getting the ball in Steph Curry's hands and letting him create for himself a bit more often, I think will free up. First of all, I think it will get him just more shots up, which is good for his game. Um, maybe not like the bad shots in mid-range, but I just think it opens up more for him to create. I think it opens up more for teammates as it draws in yeah, some players in the Lakers. Yeah, there, there is one pro- problem with this, and that's first game, deep, Jared Vanderbilt defense was... I was wrong. I I, I was thinking they yeah. need to play shoulder more, yeah. but Jared was unbelievable. Like, he, he did such a good job. So, if I see Jared Vanderbilt Oh, isolation play against Curry, not well, not going to end well for Curry because he's bigger guy. So you need screens to get him off him. So I, I don't know. Like they, they need to run uh, more pick and roll with Steph Curry as a ball handler uh, uh, against the against these Lakers, especially with Davis in drop coverage. So you get the screen and you just have wide open the pull up for from the screen, and when you run. Dribble hands off. It's not Steph Curry. It's for every like for Clay Thompson, for Wiggins, for Steph Curry. But if you play with Steph Curry on the ball more, he he is much more involved and he is the most efficient player on the team and probably the most efficient player in that's left in the playoffs. So you need to put put him in more actions. Even I, I though remember. Even though he had quite high usage in the first game, but you need to be like game seven from the Kings uh, is is the usage you want from Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, yeah, just get him the ball more. I remember uh, for the first round, you were worried about Vanderbilt on Morant. I know Curry is not as explosive as Morant, but you're worried because Morant is so explosive. Vanderbilt's not as quick footed. Uh, this is a bit different, but yeah, I was thinking about that watching Vanderbilt in this one at the start of the game. My con- there was concerns there, and then as the game went on, I was thoroughly impressed with Jared. Yeah, uh, the thing is, uh, Curry needs more uh, screens, and yeah. Vanderbilt did a great job not run, uh, tr- fighting through screens. He did great with anticipation of the screens, so he so he avoided so many of them and was uh, in bold denial uh, on Steph Curry. That worked great. So. Yeah, him running around through screens is not great for Vanderbilt, but I, I underestimate his anticipation to avoid even going through screens. He will just, uh, he if the uh, like screen is here, he will not go around him, he will just like cut. So maybe some cuts to the rim from Steph Curry in the, in, in the game too could be the, the way to work because he made a good assumption where Steph Curry will move and what are they running. So it, it was impressive, impressive, the, the difference from, from Jared Butler. This is the type of thing that fascinates me with the playoffs because I'm sure – I mean, I'd love to see the studying that went into this from Vanderbilt and the coaching staff to study what Curry does and how to counter them. So I can only ima- – like, I, I just envisioned like a full day of practice dedicated to stopping Steph Curry for Jared mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, and they had somebody on the Lakers bench was – pretending to be Steph Curry doing those movements. So I would love to see what that practice looks like. And equally, yesterday, I want to believe the Warriors 
studied what Vanderbilt did and how they can counter what he's yeah. going to do. So if he's guessing certain ways, well, can you fool him into guessing something wrong? Yeah. And like you said, cuts to the basket. So yeah. that's going to be really interesting to watch in game two. And uh, those little adjustments make playoff basketball uh, super, super entertaining for me to watch. All right. Final thing here. We talked a little bit about the blowout loss from the 76ers, but obviously, you know, the Sixers and Bede missed a game. They'll fully take a one and one series after visiting TD Garden uh, after game two. But do you think there's any extra concern for the Sixers having lost in such a manner to the Celtics losing by like 30 points? Or do you think it's just keep the same sort of flow? Uh, the problem is uh, they did it without Jason Tatum. That's my concern. He was one but of seven I, with seven I, points. I, yeah, it was crazy. Just, yeah, I just can't expect Dylan Brown to be this efficient in every single game. He's, he's just unbelievable for now. If you take a look at his playoff numbers, that's mind blowing how 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 efficient he is, uh, how efficient he was. So he is averaging twenty six points, fifty six percent from the field, fifty four percent from the three point line. That's not sustainable for for Jalen Brown, and he is taking tough shots and making everything. So that's not sustainable. Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> huge help for this team two two games like 20 and 23 in the last two games huge help for the team marcus smart was what got into the marcus smart last 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 game he was playing way above his <laughs> standards <laughs> yeah he made everything and yeah like he was unbelievable and yeah that's that's it they had the guys uh shooting above average and I'll say defense was with Embiid in. Uh, if you watch the first half, Embiid was unbelievable on defense. Five blocks. We protected the rim very well. And I think their defense was pretty good in, in the last game with, uh, with Embiid in, in there. So even though they can see the Boston Celtics scored 121, but... That's a bit shooting warriors in, in, in their in their favor in, in, in that game. So I'm just thinking like, okay, so you needed PJ Tucker in game one for defense. Now that Embiid is back and he's providing almost all dream protection and size inside, you don't need to play Tucker as much in, in, in moving forward. And I expect I'm not a fan of Doc Rivers. And his adjustment, but I need to see him not playing PJ Tuck. That's just did they just can't survive with playing PJ Tucker in this series? So I hope uh, I don't know Jalen McDaniels and Anthony Melton, more of them in, in moving forward to unlock the offense. Defense with Embiid being in there will be pretty good. I'm not sure I'm ready to give up on PJ Tucker. Like as much as you are, he was, he was effective, very effective in game one. I guess, you know, you're not playing and beating that game. So there's, there's more room for him to kind of shine with what he does best, but he's always every playoff run. I see him. He's always, you know, putting up zero stat lines, zero shots, zero makes zero points, all this, but he's always, 
plus minus wise, one of the top guys on his team because uh, the defense that he brings, the spacing to a certain degree that he brings, obviously he's not shooting, but I'm not sure I'm ready to fully give up on P.J. Tucker just yet. In, in game one, he was okay. But in the game two, when they adjust to completely ignore him yeah, on offense, yeah, that's you just thing. can't live with it. Okay, when Embiid is sitting on the bench, play P.J. Tucker. But don't play P.J. Tucker together with Embiid. It's right. easier to to double-team Embiid. It's easier to double-team Harden. You kill the spacing. You kill the entire offense. Yeah. Because they are like... They will play four and five. They will completely ignore, ignore. P.J. Tucker. Yeah, and that's killing it. I, I guess the uh, only thing saw, is he's got to hit a shot. He's got to... He's just got to start taking those threes. If he's not hitting think, them, then you take him out. I think I think even if he is like five for five from three, they will still <laughs> ignore him on offense. Yeah, I think that's... Fair enough. Okay, in that case, he, you scored. You had some production for him. But when if he is going to take one three in... 40 minutes, 450 minutes in two yeah. first two games. Yeah, you, you just can't live with him playing. So I'll say if teams are not adjusting as, as much to PJ Tucker, okay, you, that he'll bring a lot. But if you are, they are doing it like this, you, you just can't live with PJ Tucker on the floor. Unfortunately, I'm I'm fan of him, but he just kills their offense and he's got to do something. Yeah. Also, the Melton is it's difficult to play Melton either because then you have Maxi and Melton, two very undersized players, and on the other side you have Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White, who are huge guards. So even Smart, I two possessions Smart were post upping against Melton, who is amazing defender and scored over him because he just had too much so much size. So this could be. We will probably need to see more from Jalen McDaniels because he has the size and he needs to make some trees and some plays on offense. Nyang was, I hope to see more from him in this series because he's great shooter and he provides unbelievable shooting. Yeah, but he was so hesitant. Like he he was so many opportunities to score to to make, take a three, and he dribbled it off his leg and all kinds of. Not productive stuff. So yeah, and yeah, he can't play the, defense. He's, he's, yeah. he's just a black yeah. hole on defense. Yeah. yeah. And so we are 76 76ers need to do something. But I don't think I don't see the, the great solution for this. If you play the McDaniels, they will still back off from him. If you play Young, they can't back off from him, but they will demolish him on defense. If you play Melton, probably the best option, but then you are too small. I, I, I it's difficult. They, yeah. they, 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 they are missing one guy. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Doc Rivers does. Uh, you and me aren't particularly fans of Doc Rivers, but um, coming back home, they're one and one. I think they will certainly take that from this series. So we'll see how they fare in the, I think yeah. tomorrow's game three. All right. With that, we're done with the show. Let's recap the official play for today for you guys. We have one play, of course, in the Lakers-Warriors game, the only game of the day. We have Anthony Davis, 12-plus rebounds. We have Draymond Green, 5-plus assists. And the Lakers' alternate spread of plus 15.5 for minus 115 odds at DraftKings. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to Pick and Roll once again. I hope to see you at my live stream on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel for the Lakers-Warriors game at 845. Uh, Always feel free to drop in questions in the chat. Happy to answer them along the way. 
Make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Drop a like if you enjoyed. Follow us on Twitter at the Board HQ for all updates as we go through the rest of the playoffs with our content. And me and Pips, we'll be back tomorrow to round off the week for more pick and roll. We'll <laughs>